I want to like piggyback on what Emma said, you know, to, to be in a, in a place, especially for when you put a bunch of women together, uh, women in today's society can be really, really catty and judgmental and and competitive all for the wrong reasons. And, and to find a place of community where you can say, I'm really insecure about this, or I really don't know how I feel about this. Or this happened to me, and I, you know, and I don't know how to process it. And to have, you know, people just kind of latch onto you and 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 walk you through it, and talk you through it, and let you think out loud, right? Sometimes it's hard to find somebody that'll allow you to do that. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy approach to non-monogamy. However, it's important to remember that everyone does it a little bit differently, and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect our own. Additionally, we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists. Consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy. Welcome to Focus Friday, Season 2, Episode 8. We're excited to be here today. and, and We're Finn and Emma. We're Finn and Emma, yeah. I took your job. How, I took your job. How did I forget that? <laughs> We're Finn and Emma. Today, for this Focus Friday episode, we have a fantastic conversation for you all about community. Yeah, this was a conversation we had with Mr. and Mrs. Jones of the We Got a Thing podcast back a few months ago, and they published it on their channel, uh, episode 98. So some of you may have already heard this conversation. Uh, You can definitely listen again. We encourage that. Mm -hmm. But it is unchanged. It is the exact episode that they published, minus their intro and outro. I let... I let Mr. Jones do all of the editing work, so <laughs> a huge a huge thank you to him. However, I believe there was nothing to edit because we are so perfect and immaculate yeah. Yeah, in our course. speaking abilities. <laughs> so you're welcome, Mr. Jones. <laughs> Way to pat yourself on the back. Yeah. So really quick, though, about community. The, the Joneses have a community similar to our Patreon community. If you're a listener to our show, you've heard us talk about it a lot. We're not going to pitch it here at the beginning. And really throughout this conversation, it's not really a pitch of our communities. It's a pitch of finding your community. Yeah, finding your people, finding your community. For Emma and me, when we built this community, it it actually changed our lives in a lot of ways for the better. We have a group of friends, 200 of them. I mean, literally probably 50 plus of them are people that we talk to on a regular basis and are friends with. And so we've, we've found our people and we've seen people in our community find theirs and uh, listening to and Ms. the Joneses have found the same. I was going to say, listening to Mr. and Mrs. Jones talk about their community, it is very much the same. And so we mentioned a handful of other community opportunities in this episode. There's Multi Amory. There's a Bonobo Network out in uh, out on the West Coast. There's an app called Bloom, and I imagine there are others that are big communities. There are lots of Facebook groups, and we we talk about this. But I just wanted to say, this isn't a come join us. This is a please go find your community and find your people because it will change your life. Yes. Before we jump into the conversation, we just wanted to remind you all that today, July 22nd, is the last day to order your very own NNM shirt. It does not say normalizing non-monogamy on it. It says give love with our logo. So we would love for you to go 
check them out. Go to our website, normalizingnonmonogamy.com, right there on the homepage. Now, if you're listening to this and it's after July 22nd, we're sorry, but you can't order them at the moment. However, we will be doing more shirts in the future. Yeah. And if you, I mean, this is about the most elite community you could be a part of. The other hundred people who have bought shirts. Oh, that was like. What? And then, and then you're out wandering the world, and you see each other, and you go, "Oh, there's only a hundred of us, <laughs> and you're one of us." So you want to be part of that community for sure. And uh, while you're on our website, as Emma mentioned, you can find the shirts. You can also find links to contact us. There are links to our Patreon community, and. There are links in the show notes to all of the other communities we've talked about, including the Joneses. So please, again, go find what you need for you, and we'll see you all on the other side of this conversation. Yes, enjoy this fun conversation we had. Well, Afin and Emma, it's really good to see you again, and we can say that because you're on our screen. I know time. we have a treat. This is a, a video podcast, and, we'll, and we're going to get you guys to right. introduce yourselves in just a second. But um, you know, we we had the pleasure of being on your podcast um, a while back, and uh, we met you guys a long time ago, and it's been really um, fun watching your uh, podcast grow and watching your brand grow, and really. Um, uh, lo- love, love your approach and what you're providing to, to the lifestyle community. And it's great to have you. So, um, welcome. And why don't you guys just take it from there and introduce yourselves? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be here and spend some time with both of you and, and just chat. So yeah, thanks for, thanks for having us. Yeah. So to introduce ourselves, we're, we're Emma and Finn. I know you probably did a little bit of intro in your intro to this intro, but <laughs> we we host the Normalizing Non-Monogamy podcast. We've been doing that for a little bit over four years now. We're both in our mid-30s, and we've been non-monogamous in various capacities since we were, let's say, 18 and 19-ish. Yeah. Uh, so most of our relationship, other than maybe the first year or so. Yeah. And it's looked a lot of different ways. It was... It started off sort of swinging and friends with benefits. And in the last year and a half, we've been in a polyamorous dynamic. It's been a quad. So we're in a relationship with another couple and they are married and it's complicated, but that's roughly the <laughs> dynamic. So yeah. that's that's where it's at today. And that's sort of what it looks like today. Thanks. And and what we, well, the reason that this came up is that we, we had been talking with you guys in another context and we... We said, you know, let's let's collaborate on something. And and you guys have grown your community for the past few years, as have we. And instead of just saving that conversation for the four of us, we thought it would be good to um, uh, record it and and put it out um, as a podcast. So, and and some of the thoughts that that we had to start off with was. Um, you know, I, I think, and we talked about this with Catherine a lot, you know, we're already wired for community, right? I, I mean, each of us is. and But when you come into this lifestyle, quote unquote, community, especially as, a, as an adult, um, it's unknown, it's scary, you know, there's, there's no... I think you feel very isolated at first. Yeah, isolated. Because there's... you can't talk to your normal people about this. Yeah, and... And, and your questions are like, are there people out there like us that do this? Or are we the only ones? Or are people going to think that we're weird? Are we going to walk into this sleazy, slimy world and then, you know, turn away running? And 
how, if there are people like this, how do we find these people? And so I think those, that natural feeling that people have and this, this, these questions that they have when they first come in is one thing. And then I, I'd really like to hear your thought on this. What we've learned is that people, there seems to be a sense of frustration around, like, how do I find that connection? How do I find that community? How do I find my tribe? Um, and so I thought maybe we would start with, you know, sharing from our perspectives, um, like, what does community mean for, for, for you all? What does community mean for us? Because it's a word that's subjective. Everybody likes to apply their own label to it. So really love to hear from you guys, you know, what, how you define that term in the lifestyle. Yeah, it's a great question. Do you want to mm-hmm. go first for you? Uh, it's a, it is a great question. And I, I'm just going to answer for me personally, I think community is a place where I need to be able to feel like I can be myself, be completely authentic and accepted for who I am uh, and be able to interact with people who um, I can relate are relatable and I feel safe with. And there's also an element of fun. So it can be there for support as well as the fun times. And uh, to me, that's the biggest piece is showing up as authentically me. Um, yeah, that's, I guess, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if mine, mine varies too much from there, but I think that being able to speak openly and honestly about the things we're going through, and I think I think that's important in any community, but in the non-monogamy space, I think there's an extra level of that because what we are doing is a bit against against the grain as much as we wish it weren't. And so, like, it's, right, if I were to go to just about any one of my friends who maybe aren't in in this community and say like, oh, I'm having this trouble because, oh, you know, my, my partner is doing this and it's clashing with Emma, whatever. And they'll be like, well, there's your problem. Yes. You, you, have a, you have a girlfriend and a wife. And it's like, okay, well, I guess this isn't the place to talk about. Right? So, so being able to bring problems like that to a community and say, I'm struggling. And for them to be like, I got you. I had this happen to me last year and I did this, this, and this. And by the way, it didn't work. So maybe don't do it the way I did. Right. And so having people that like the people in our community, they're not experts. They're people with lived experiences and just like us, we're Mm -hmm. lived experiences and we can say, well, we tried that and it didn't work. And we tried that and it worked a little bit. And so, yeah, being able to just speak openly and honestly about who we are and yeah, feel safe there that like, People may not agree with you. They can push back. They can challenge you, but you're not being judged. Right. And I think that's really critical right. for, for us. Right, right. I, I want to like piggyback on what Emma said. You know, to to be in a in a place, especially for when you put a bunch of women together. Uh, women in today's society can be really, really catty and judgmental and and competitive, all for the wrong reasons. And, and to find a place of community where you can say, I'm really insecure about this, or I really don't know how I feel about this, or this happened to me and I, you know, and I don't know how to process it. And to have, you know, people just kind of latch onto you and, and, and walk you through it and talk you through it and let you think out loud, right? Sometimes it's hard to find somebody that'll allow you to do that. Yeah. And the word that I think you may have mentioned also, Emma, is um, authentic. You know, there's, there's the opportunity to explore. And, and, and I think we say 
our authentic selves, but really I think a lot of us don't even completely know who that is. You know, you have to be in that environment that you, the three of you just described before you start to learn who you really are because you we've been programmed by all these external sources and we get into this community and, and we start exploring in an authentic way and that helps us find our authentic self. So um, that, that's how I would I would add to what you all said. Yeah, I love I love that addition because I think there's we all grow and change through our lives, right? And there's a to have the opportunity to explore that and and maybe try on different hats. If you don't, if you're not sure, like try this on and see how that fits. And you're like, oh, maybe that's not for me. Okay, change it. And yeah. it'd be to be in a space where that's allowed and accepted and encouraged yeah. is, is amazing. Yeah. Well, and and really really quick on that same kind of thread is the. We've, we've heard a handful of times in our like chat group of like somebody will be saying something and somebody will jump in and be like, hold on, what's that thing you're talking about? Like there's so many ways to do this. And a lot of times people don't even know they exist. And then they're like, oh my God, you can do that. I had no idea I could even do that. Now I'm into this thing because I didn't even know it existed until three minutes ago. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and you, you touched on, um, Finn, you touched on how you guys have evolved as a couple now that you're in a poly quad, but I'm, but also, you know, has your idea of what community means, has that evolved over time as well? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just quickly, I don't, I don't think I fully recognize what I was missing until you have it. And then you're like, wow, what, I knew I was, I knew I wanted something different before we created this community, but I didn't know necessarily what that was until now it is here. And it's like, oh my gosh, how, how did my life, how is my life without this community? <laughs> like, yeah. And it, it sounds like cheesy, like yeah. we're just pitching it, but like right. literally like we, we turn to our community multiple times a week for support in our own stuff. We jump in and help other people and we, like it has been a lifesaver for us in the last, you know, especially through the pandemic when you're all, you're ultra isolated and we've got this group of a couple hundred of our closest friends that we can jump in and know that they're like there. Right. And someone's going to have our back and, and that's just a really great feeling. So yeah, it, it, I think for a long time we tried to build it in person and like personally, like, personally, yeah, yeah. And, and before the podcast, before the podcast. And we, because we were always on this hunt for like friends with benefits. We were always, well, we want to be able to find these people. We can go hiking and camping and then maybe we get naked and great. And like over the course of eight years of doing that, like we, we struggled, like maybe a, two or three people that we would say fall into that category. And now we built a community in we've got some of our closest friends that we've ever had in our whole lives yeah. have come out of this community and we talk to them on the regular. We have zoom calls, we do all sorts of stuff and they're like genuinely our closest friends. Yeah. And that's crazy. To think. Yeah. And I think from my perspective, I'm going to, I'm going to use the judgmental word, but I'm going to flip it around on myself <clears throat> because I find myself a whole lot less judgmental <laughs> than I was before. And, and I don't, you know, I think again, I don't, it's not an excuse, but we're all wired with this fight or flight. Like, are, are you, uh, are you with me or are you against me? Do I have to fear you or, or am I hunting, you, you know, that it's that wired into us. And, 
And to a degree, I would I would look at a couple or look at a person and, and I would instantly have a judgment or an assessment. And then that assessment would dictate whether I took a step forward and, and introduced myself or, or had that conversation. Now, I am just totally fascinated with people. And, and I love just walking up to a couple, no matter who they are, where they're from, how old they are, you know, how they engage in the lifestyle and just, and just talk to them. And, and it just never ceases to amaze me how fascinating people are and how everybody has a fascinating story. And so I personally am, am, am feeling like I don't judge people as much as, as I used to. And, and I, I mean, I was guilty of, of that just like, you know, any of, any of the rest of us were. So yeah, you have a thought. Well, I, I guess, you know, just going back to, you know, what community means to me, it's just like, like Finn and Emma said, you know, you start this community and you think you're creating a place to bring people together so that, you know, they can, they can meet each other and have this sense of community. And then I realized that this community is for us too. And, and the, the support we've received you know, especially through Mr. Jones's health scare, just the, the support and the, the expertise, you know, we had medical professionals re- reaching out and just all kinds of people offering, you know, a- advice and support. And, and it's just, you don't know how, like maybe scared you are about something or unsure you are about something until you, all of a sudden you receive this unconditional love for people that you may not have even ever met in person. But it kind of doesn't matter in community, like, you know, with the with the constant connection on a daily basis through word and then hopefully, you know, the occasional Zoom meeting that you you get in and then the ultimate treat is if you get to meet in person someday, right? But there's just all different ways to be in relationship with somebody and it doesn't have to be face-to-face, right. at least in today's society with all the technology we have to aid us now. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I'll uh, I'll go first on the next one to give you all a chance to okay. to think. Of it. I, I, you know, we we talked about what it is it what what's important about community to me is diversity of thought, um, and, and that's part of this vulnerability and, and knowing people. And and there there were uh, you, you guys mentioned your evolution, and you know when we first got into this, there were there were things that we said we would never do that, or who would do that. You know that does, that's not right. The, the, what we're doing is right. What they're doing is not quite right. And then we started meeting people that we respected and and that we were friends with, and they said we do things a little bit differently. And it was like, oh, huh. Well, well that's interesting because they have a great relationship, and that's working for them. You know, I thought yeah. that would be a train wreck, and it's not for them. So as as much as the word diversity is as bantered about in this in today in society, but I, I want to focus on the diversity of thought and experience because this is not about age or gender or skin color or anything else. This is about how people think differently and how people approach the lifestyle differently. And and when there that's shared within the community, especially with people that you've connected with and that you've zoomed with on you know your virtual chats or you've chatted with, all of a sudden that thought isn't as unusual as it was before. Um, so that, that's one thing that sticks out in my mind that I don't know that I would have learned as quickly if it wasn't for, you know, the community. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just super 
important. And, and like, I think, like you said, like not the racial diversity or gender and all of these different things are not important, but like to talk about the thought. And I think we, we see this come up in our community quite a bit because our community is, it's not really like swingers and it's not really poly people. It's this just like people doing relationships in various ways and, you know, there's people in there who are monogamous. There's people in there who are just like figuring it out. And, and it's, you know, I think that's no secret, right. That it, for a long time, and I, I think we're starting to see this subside, but there's been this like divide between the swinging and the poly, like, Oh, you're swingers. We don't do that. We're polyamorous. And then there's the, the swingers are like, Oh, we don't have feelings. We just do the, And we're seeing that go away a lot, but there is still a lot of like, Oh, well, we're relationship anarchists. And so we don't control our, <laughs> and there's like some of the, there's, there tends to always people want to sort of be the, be the, the way that we're doing it is the way. Yeah. And so what we've seen so much is in, in the community in, in taking it back to the thought diversity is like being able to have people who say like, Oh man, you're doing it that way. We do it this way, but like, it works for us and I'm glad that works for you. Or I could see how that's a challenge. We ran into that challenge and we shifted our dynamics slightly and those problems sort of subsided for us. And so how people engage in that um, dialogue about the way they do it versus the way other people do it. And, and there really are no two relationships in here anywhere that are doing it the same way. Isn't that, so. isn't that a novel thought just to be happy for somebody else without feeling like what they're doing is better or worse. And, you know, the, the word that, um, and Mrs. Jones, you brought this up on an earlier, one of our podcasts and that, um, we were with another couple and, and the gentleman was doing something with Mrs. Jones and, and, and later we later we, when we debriefed, I said, wow, he really, I've never heard you make that noise before. What was he doing? And I said it in a way that made her feel like it was better. And she said, honey, it was different. And, and different doesn't, different is a neutral term. Different doesn't mean better. It doesn't mean worse, but, but we're, we're, I'm I, at least when I, most of us, when we hear somebody's doing something different, the first thing that we go to is, oh, well, you, are you saying you're better or are you, are you saying, you know, it's this, it's you just know, different. Now I have to do it that way. Well, yeah. you don't, yeah. you don't just keep being yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause it's ingrained in us as humans. Right. I think it's, it's easy to jump to that of, well, that must just be better. It, cause you go to your defenses and your insecurities and all of that comes out and you have to take a step back and be like, hang on. Just because something's different, that doesn't mean that there's anything right. you know better, or worse than that with it. So I think that's a really good point. Well, and I think too, when we're we're all pushing societal norms here, mm-hmm. I think, and I'll speak for myself, like I, there's just built-in insecurity that comes there. And so if you're like, well, I f- I feel like I'm doing okay. I figured this out. I'm chugging along, and somebody comes along and is like, oh no, that's toxic. And you're like, oh geez, oh Pete, it's like. I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing, I'm like, I'm doing my best, but I'm doing it wrong. And they're somehow saying they're better. And so it's so easy to jump to the defense of like, if somebody says, well, we do it this way to not interpret that as, well, my way must be wrong, but my way is just different. Um, right. That's right. a, that's a challenge, especially I think in, let's call it counterculture communities. So that it, yeah. Well, I think there's like, there's an, almost an art too of calling out someone that you feel like, Hey, this maybe not, I don't know, maybe you could say that in a better way or call, you know, mm-hmm. encourage someone to maybe change their wording a little bit. And to do that with empathy and not be non judgmental is 
is an art, but when people are able to do that, they create safer spaces and more comfortable spaces and people who actually listen to the, to each other. And that was a comment from uh, somebody in our community that we were talking to as well as like, they were just saying like, that was really valuable to them to be able to be pointed out and not necessarily corrected, but shown something different, a different view of looking at something uh, without feeling like they were just wrong um, or bad in some way they were just because we're all learning and growing yeah I, i think that's one of the things that impresses me most about our community is our community's ability to self correct when they when they start like creeping away from the guidelines or like somebody new comes in they don't really kind of understand the culture yet um our like mr jones and i rarely have to like moderate because the community itself will guide the people really without like you were saying, really without any judgment or harsh words, they can just like redirect the conversation and help people think about things a different way. It's Uh, very impressive. Well, or through humor, because we have uh, one gentleman in our community who throws the the gif of the referee throwing the yellow flag. uh, (laughs) flag. (laughs) And And that usually does the trick as well. But I think that's just kind of the nature of the beast. Like, if you're in, in this non-monogamous community, whatever, whatever flavor you're experimenting with right now, that doesn't that just make you normally more open-minded, you know? So I I don't think that, that many of us in, in this arena have tunnel vision or we wouldn't have made it here to begin with. Yeah. 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 I'm just curious, a question for the two of you, have, have either of you been called out or corrected in your own community? Can we go on to the next question? <laughs> wait, this is our podcast now. Wait a <laughs> then I'll, I'll answer it for myself because uh-huh. we, we have, or I will say specifically I have, and yeah. it was around, you know, there's been a few times, but usually it's around me using wording that, you know, I didn't know wasn't something to say. And the, the example that it comes to mind is I we were trying to figure out originally when we built our chat platform to keep it. We were trying to like make it a supportive space where it wasn't just about posting like nude photos. Right. And so we were kind of like, yeah, we want to welcome photos. And I used the word classy, like, but let's keep it classy. Right. And somebody was like, well, that's not a good word because of there's background connotations of the word classy. And, and I was like, Oh shit, I didn't know. And then you have to be like, you know, thank you. And you have to just kind of own that and take it. And then, I think that sort of sets the tone for like other people in the community being able to like, know, Oh, I can make mistakes. It does. I don't have to like banish myself from here. We're still welcome and loved, but now we're doing things a little different. It creates additional discussion around it all too. Yeah. Yeah, I get, I get called out quite a bit and it's, and it's kind of a funny (laughs) thing because we created a nerd group, a nerd chat. Because all of the all of a sudden, like a nerd conversation about Star Wars would break out. Well, May the Fourth. Yeah, and then yeah. and then I would jump in and say, "Hey, well, you nerds need to go find some place else to to chat." <clears throat> so we made this nerd chat. Well, now every once in a while, I'll I'll make the mistake of quoting a Monty Python movie or saying something Star Wars related. And boy, I get it right away. Mr. Jones, you need to be in a nerd chat. You know, you're not supposed to say things like that. (laughs) So yeah, I've been called out definitely 
I don't think you have. You do everything perfectly. <laughs> At least that's the perception is that Mrs. Jones does everything right. Yeah, I'm married to one of those two. <laughs> I, I'm sure I have. I'm oh, sure I'm sure I have, I have too. No, I, I just let him take the fall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, um, I would love to be able to say that four years ago when we started our community, we knew exactly what we were doing. Oh my gosh. We knew, we knew exactly what was going to happen. We knew exactly how to moderate everything. You know, we, and obviously that that's not the case. So I'm wondering if you can kind of talk about, and I'm not really talking about technology now, I'm talking about your idea for what you thought you were starting. And as the, over the past three years, you guys have been doing this, um, how, how has that changed and how do you, how do you, how do you um, embrace that change or, or sometimes push back on that change? I'm just curious as to how it's evolved for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great question. Mm -hmm. I think just something that popped into my head as you were asking that question, and this is just a piece of an answer, I feel like, was the thought of we own, we try to own it when we don't know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so if there's a situation that arises and we look at each other and we're like, well, we're going to, we don't know how to handle this, but like we're going to try our best. And then we just own the fact that we don't know what we're doing and type that too, or talk to the people directly and say, Hey, I, we've never done this before. Can you help us? Like we're, we're trying to navigate that. So I know that that's something that has been a evolution for us too but along the way we've just had to own the fact that we we don't know how what necessarily the like the correct decision in all of these different cases and and there may not even be one that we just have to we just have to learn to navigate yeah yeah i mean just on that and i'll kind of get back to the question is like the the fact that we're dealing with relationships and non-monogamous relationships it's inevitable that People will probably be attracted to each other. Potential relationships may start or interest may start in these groups. And I mean, that's a, that's a recipe for potential conflict or concerns. And so, yeah, we've had to navigate a little bit of that. Like, and it's sort of, we kind of get to a point where like, look, you're adults, like we're, we're not babysitters here. So like, I'm sorry, like this person didn't do anything in the community that was like, they weren't saying your name, they weren't calling you, like whatever it was. So like, if you don't feel comfortable, we understand you're welcome to leave, but we can't ask this person to leave either because they, they have not really violated any of our community guidelines. Right. So like, I'm sorry, maybe you don't feel comfortable and maybe they don't feel comfortable, but like, we're not here to referee. So like, yeah, take care of yourselves, keep yourself healthy, keep yourself safe. And you know, if that means we give somebody a refund or whatever, then uh, for us, it's like, okay, we want people to feel safe here. And if this isn't the right community for you, I mean, we've sent many people your way. We've sent people to the multi-amory group. We've, we just, you know, there's the Bonobo network out in the Bay area. And we're like, look, this may not be the right fit. Here's, here's a bunch of other options. Go check them out. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, we want you to fit in. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that because that's one of the reasons that's one of the bigger reasons we charge my, a fee it is because what we have found, what I have found personally is what I subscribe to is something that I find value in. And, yeah. and that's where, it's where I want to invest my time. And it, but it also reminds me like when we go through the credit card bill every six months, we say, why are we still subscribed to that? We don't even watch that anymore. So we, we let it go because I don't want to keep paying, you know, the fee. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, the, it, it really keeps the community uh, full of people who feel like that what, whatever they're finding here is worth investing in. And, and, and then when there is an issue, like you just said, that, that can be an indicator that maybe you're not in the right place uh, or maybe you need to step back and listen or watch a little bit. And, and, and maybe you need, it's an opportunity, an AFOL, you know, <laughs> uh, it's an opportunity to learn something, but, but people will opt out and that's perfectly fine. It's, you know, finding community is important. Finding our community is not the goal here. It's, it's finding the community you know, that, that is going to give you everything that we, the four of us have been talking about tonight yeah. yeah that public space versus intentional space i think is really key what you just said like that that creating that intentional space because people then almost treat like they treat it better too because yes. they're more invested sorry you were about to speak no that's exactly it i think you know we and i we talked a little bit about having to moderate a couple of things i we 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 hesitate to say this out loud because we're, we know we're going to jinx ourselves one of these days but like <laughs> The amount of like bullshit we've had to deal with in this community is pretty low, pretty much zero. Yeah, knock like, on wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah very right? little. <laughs> and, I think, and like, so our community is to be part of like the ongoing chat community and beyond. Is it's five dollars a month, and that would get you and a partner in, and and it's so it's a pretty small amount. But like you said, it's enough of a barrier that there's no trolls hanging out there. Like nobody goes in there and just says dumb stuff and then just to see what reaction they can get. People, you know, people show up with thoughtful comments, support for each other. It just it's just beautiful all the way around. And yeah, every once in a while what somebody gets in a relationship snafu, okay. Like that's a you know, that I'll deal with that any day over having to like kick trolls out every five minutes. Yeah. Um, right. And I, I will say there was one other adjustment we made. Uh, I don't even know how long ago it was now, I guess uh, maybe a year ago, we had, we'll call it nipple gate. So we, uh, <laughs> we, we, like I said, we had the guideline originally that the chat was like, it's for support and all these things. And yeah, people posted photos, but they weren't really like, it was okay. Post a sexy photo, but let's keep nudity out of here. Right. And so somebody posted a photo and there was a boob. And so like, it, was, it kind of got to the point where like, okay, clearly this space is needed. People want to post photos of themselves and feel sexy. And we had resisted it for like three years or I guess two years. Of two, this. I think it was about six months ago. Okay. We resisted for a long time. Let's say that <laughs> to like giving this space. Cause we were, we were just afraid of like, it's just going to blow up and we're going to have to moderate it. And there's going to be all sorts of judgmental things and, ah, and we, so we were really hesitant to create a space for people to post let's say graphic, you know, explicit photos. And so we did it and we opened up like three sub chats and said, okay, there's one for health and fitness, one for your pets, one for your food porn, and one for your NSFW like explicit photos. Right. And boy, did that take off. And, and it, it, it took off, but it was like every single fear I had yeah. was yeah. totally unfounded. Yeah. Exactly. The way people showed up and I will, I, I don't think this person would have any, I'm not going to name who they are, but one of our members was like six or seven months pregnant at the point when we did this and people po was like, Oh my God, I can post my photos. And she jumped in and posted some photos and she's like, I've been waiting for a place to post these that isn't fat life. And 
she posted and people are like, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. And everyone jumped on it and it was so supportive. Oh, and it, that's like, awesome. Yeah. It set this tone of like, everybody's body is welcome here. And it's been that way from, from that day on. Yeah. And it's been amazing. And like, yeah. I know we don't worry about it at all. And I used to lose sleep over it. Like, Oh my I God, know. I'm afraid. We, we were really, we were really nervous to do it, yeah. but it, it, all of our fears were just, yeah. Yeah. We, our, our guidelines were, we are the only thing that we said, we said was no genitalia and no sex acts for, okay. for the main chat. Yep. But then when we opened our perv chat, uh, like you said, it just took off. Now, the good thing, the other good thing about the perf chat is that people are in there because they're consenting to that, and, yeah, and it's yeah. something that they want to do. And and yeah. my main concern was always, boy, if that shows up and, and this is somebody's first day in the community, they're going to run, you know, screaming out the door, and yeah. uh, you know. But but you're right, and and that that's where I was going to go with my comment is that we've diversified into about thirty different you know sub chats now from BDSM and. Uh, mature mature matters for us older folks uh, newbies health and fitness nerds we even have a disney chat and then we have a we have a chat one of the most interesting one is is uh couples with or parents with uh, disadvantaged children they're in lifestyle you know so things that we would have never come up with this is not our idea people come to us and they say hey i think there might be a need for this what do you think and then we'll we'll help put it together and promote it and then it just grows organically. So we didn't have this master plan of all of this happening. And like you just said, we stumbled through a lot of it. But but trusting our community and, and trusting that, you know, people that see things differently than we do, there's still value there. And, and putting it out there, like you said, uh, Finn, is, oh, my gosh, look at the benefit that has come from that. Where I was viewing it as something like just protecting people uh, has turned into yeah, something. One more thing to deal with. Yeah, one more thing to, <laughs> right, to, to deal it, with. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I couldn't agree more. I, letting the community guide what the community needs, right? Like, and then not being resistive to it. And I will. I have one more example of this for us. So Emma, a, quite a f- quite a while ago, started a women's group, and I was so resistant to like. I don't need a men's group. No one's going to join a men's group. I don't want a men's group, right? And finally, I did it. And I've had consistently more people on the men's group than Emma's had on the women's group for the entirety of the duration. So They're pretty close now. I'm just going to point out. <laughs> but, it's, but it's still less. And so, yeah, so we have, you know, every month, 20-ish men or people show up because we actually, we've had non-binary people. We've had trans-masculine people show up. And and we just we have a space where we can talk in that like a space where men can talk about this type of stuff and not feel judgment like we last month we talked about sex but it wasn't like the bros sitting around the bar talking about sex it was like here's here's actual stuff here's actual like right i need help here or some guidance and it was it's been a great space and that's another one where i was like resistant to it yeah and now that it exists like it's it's one of the most valuable things that I have in my life, and I don't have to pay the five dollars for it. So. <laughs> so, That's gonna... so funny because that that is the exact same story that we have. I started the ladies yeah. chat first, and then Mr. Jones was like, "What are we going to talk about? It's going to be stupid." <laughs> and like, it was probably a year 
that no um, I, 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 yeah it, it was it, i think it was a year that, that part is later. true i'm gonna take the hit for this one because <laughs> because guy i thought what are we going to talk about trucks and motorcycles and you know stuff like that and, and i kind of poo-pooed it um because i wanted to talk about more vul- being more vulnerable things as men and um and it took a while but it got us to this point that now we get in bed like it, this is both on wednesday night so and they're at the same time so i'll come up and i'll say how many ladies did you have? Because I had this many guys, <laughs> and, and 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 you usually have and more. I usually have more, yeah. But yeah. we also have a Thursday night event for the happy ladies, hour, so yeah, yes. Yeah. So my I, I'm deluded because of that. Yeah, that's true. So take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love that it's it's not an anomaly here because I think what that shows is. This the need for men in particular, and that's not that women don't have this need or that anyone doesn't have this need, but to be in a space where you can talk about things that, yeah, I think there's a, there's just this need for men to be able to talk about this stuff and not feel judged. And I think it's, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying no, to say. I, I, like, I, 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 I mean, I, Finn, I'm totally with you. Like, uh, it just warms my heart. To because a lot of what we talk about in our ladies like book club is how amazed we are at how vulnerable our husbands will be in the men's chat. You know, it's it's just wonderful to have you know kind of unwittingly created this environment where men feel safe enough to be that vulnerable. And it, and I think it's really it's a testament to you, Finn, for creating that culture in your community where those men feel safe in that chat. Yeah. We just, we just had a guy actually this past week, but the newest chat we're starting is a LGBTQ plus pride chat, but it's not going to be just focused on that. It's going to be focused on exploring your own sexuality as well. And a, and a gentleman brought it to me. He said, I, I think I, we need a space for this conversation. And then I threw the idea out in our men's chat and we, we went 15 minutes past and I usually cut it off right at the time. And the conversation was so good. I just let it go. We got so many good, great ideas. So we're starting, we just started that, that group up as well. And that's one of the things that, and we did a podcast about this, you know, I, I, I really wanted to, to do that, but I don't, I'm not the right person for it. So I'm so thankful that somebody in the community said, you know, I feel passionate about this. I see the need for it can I step in and help? I'm like, of course you can. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. And that's something that's a great point because we, you know, we are ourselves, but we don't represent, like we can only represent ourselves. Right. And so, you know, we, we don't like the using the terms women's groups and men's groups because we feel like it can be exclusive. However, we feel like they're the best. We haven't been able to come up with other terms to use, but we, we don't, we're not in a space where like neither one of us identify as non-binary. So us trying to create that space would be challenging. However, right. if someone were to come to, we've always been encouraging if, if somebody identifies as non-binary and wants to choose which group they feel more comfortable in, they're more than welcome to do that. But if anyone wants to start their own within our community, that's even like, that's amazing. Strongly encouraged. Yes, please. Because like, there's just, we can only be ourselves. And so when, like you said, Mr. Jones, when someone steps up and said, I can be the voice here and I can, I think this is something that works for me. Like that's just so, so powerful and such a, 
Like that's what the whole point of the community is, is that yeah. <laughs> right. to be, in, to empower people. And, and you don't necessarily know that that need is there until somebody steps up and you throw it out there. And then, and then people will come out of the woodwork and say, oh my gosh, I would love to explore that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of credit goes to like, there's always these sort of trailblazers in these communities. And, and we've definitely have a few in ours that are like, we have a, a, a couple of men who are bisexual and really one of them sort of came in and I, I don't know this for sure, but my guess is he sort of was like, I'm looking for a community. I'm going to test this community and see what the response is. And if it's not for me, I'm going to get out of here. And he kind of like started being very out there and like the way that people jumped in and like surrounded him, supported him. And then other people were like, Oh yeah, me too. Oh, me too. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I've, and you're like, all these people are sitting in the shadows. Like I want, I want, well, I don't know how. And somebody comes along and gives them the permission And like, yeah, there's, was one of these things that like Emma said, like, yeah, we're not non-binary We're I'm, I'm not bisexual. And so for me, to be that voice is really hard. But when somebody else brings that voice and then the community jumps under him and lifts him up and says, yeah, great. You're, you're one of us. And also I'm one of you. Like we've had so much of that. And that's, I don't know. That's that's, yeah, that's awesome. To me, that's what it's all about is yeah. to watch people like feel like they can be themselves and, and to like discover things about themselves. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so we've, yeah. I know we've talked a lot about this already, but I'm going to ask this next question in a little bit of a different way about what, what should people expect for being a part of the community? And I'm curious to, to see if you guys get this too. A lot of people will test our community or they'll join it or they'll reach out and say, I don't need one more dating site. I don't need one more social media. Uh, you know, and so there's a, there's, there's a preconceived idea that this is something that they already have or another something that they already have. So turning this around from, from the user standpoint, how how would you, how would you tell somebody what to expect that be a part of this community that's different from what they may already be involved in, in social media or in a dating site? Yeah. Great question. I will say we we before we jumped on here we actually posted in our group about a, like hey we're doing this collaboration with with the Joneses and we're talking about community so like can you let us know like what some of these things mean to you and actually one of the people in there said uh, one of the women said like hey as a as a woman in these spaces I feel so grateful that like this isn't just another place to come and like hook up with people and find people to hook up with and she's like I'm sure it's happening. But like, that's not the focus. And so she's like, I feel safe showing up here, posting photos of myself, posting things about my relationship and that it's not a, like a predatory space. So I would say for mm-hmm. for us, and I would assume in your space as well, it's the focus isn't on like who can hook up with who and it's not a big dating site. It's a like community support platform. And these people are friends and we see them making in-person meetups all over the country, organizing stuff on their own. And they're just hanging out and like, yeah, we don't know what happens when they hang out, but like, we know there's not a whole lot of like predatory stuff. Or even if somebody posts a nude photo, it's not like, Oh, Hey baby, that's so hot. Like send me a message. It's like beautiful photo or gorgeous or whatever. And it's, it's just a very positive 
spin on social media because it still is social media, let's be honest, but it's a, it feels like a healthy, positive uh, and uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not, uh, non-judgmental and it's natural to compare, to be, to, to do that comparison to everybody's life. But I don't know, for me, I think that a big difference from, you know, social media tends to be like, you know, the traditional Facebook, Instagram, that type of social media tends to be like, hey, this is my best foot forward. Like yes. people most, most of the time put the best part of themselves on social media. And here I feel like people share the good and the difficult yeah. and look for support and say, hey, I'm human and I'm yeah. struggling with this. Where, you know, can I get some help? Yeah. And, I, and I think that, and I'll probably get a, in a little bit of trouble for saying this, but oh, what the heck. Um won't be the first time. And I'm just going to make a generalization here. So you, you can hold me to, to it's a generalization. When it, when a, most of the time, when a woman joins our community, she goes right into the ladies group and starts connecting with the ladies. When the men are coming into the community or, or asking about the community, they're looking for uh, who can, who can I find for my wife and I? How, how can I get my wife to do this? You know, it's more about, it's not more about them than it is about them trying to, you know, use this site like they use other sites. Mm-hmm. And, but what, what men, I, what, what I want to say is, and I'll use the term endearingly that, that Mrs. Jones uses on me, like, hey, blockhead, uh, what you want to do is get your partner in the ladies group. And then you can just sit back and wait until she comes and tells you this is what she wants to do. Because, you know, that's, that's the, it's like the opposite of, of what most gentlemen, uh, uh, their, their method for, for trying to, to engage this way. Community doesn't, I guess what, that's what this boils down to. Women just seemed more designed to engage in community it, it right away and take advantage of that. And guys are more the hunter you know, we're out there while you all are, you know, doing, we're the, we're the cavemen and you're. Please allow me to clean up your mess. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. You got a big shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I think what people assume they're going to have to do when they begin to engage in community is they think they're going to have to come in and sell themselves. And, and there, and I think they feel a lot of pressure about, saying the right thing and posting the right picture and, and, you know, being, you know, witty and funny and choosing the correct emojis and, and all this stuff. And, and I think, I think what Mr. Jones is trying to say is if people can just kind of ease their way in and just observe the culture of the community and then, and then realize that, you know, they can, they can introduce themselves. And then once they introduce themselves, then they can start, you know, gaining information and making connections. But I, I think people assume it's going to be more of a high pressure environment like a dating website is where the sole purpose is to make connections. And then they end up accidentally hanging around and making all these amazing friendships that you were referring to earlier that we have been blessed with as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, and like if, when I think on like, if I were to be back out in the dating world, trying to meet people, the way I would do it would be I would go and find activities I like doing, find groups who are doing those activities. So I'd go hiking, I'd go camping, I'd go paddleboarding, and I'd find people who like doing that. And I would show up for a while 
doing those things and building, becoming that sort of trusted person in that space. And then you're going to naturally meet people rather than showing up and being like, Hey, I'm here to meet people. Any, any of you ladies looking for a, like, and it's like, even if they were, you, you've scared them. Yes. And, yes. Well, that, that's two of you that said it better than I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> am I, am and, and I would totally go out with you. You just kind of come and then you hung out of my crowd. <laughs> I mean, Emma, do you want to pile on too? <laughs> I'll, I'll let, I'll let it go. For you. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Uh, and, and we kind of did the same thing. You know, some of the things that we hear from our members about what, what they get out of this is relatable relationships. And, you know, sometimes people use the word normal, which is probably not the right word, but relatable, something that I can relate to. And you just described that too, Finn, but authenticity from vulnerability, accountability. Um, you know, I'm in the health and fitness group and I just had to take seven weeks off after surgery. And, you know, there are people that come back and they're encouraging me, Hey, you know, you're you're coming back from an injury. You know, you can, you can get in there and share what you, your exercise, nobody's bragging about what they're doing, but people are in there encouraging you and staying accountable. Um, and you know, to give back, it's amazing to me, like the gentleman, we've started many of our subgroups from people who just, they have a passion of, I want to give back. I I'm, I'm a yoga instructor and I want to do something or, or I have a, a four by four Jeep. I want to, I want to, you know, I, I want, I want to help. I want to, I want to pitch in. And so this, or can I, can I organize, organize a meetup in my town? Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, exactly. So th- those are some of the things that other people uh, are saying. And uh, obviously everyone said it much better than I did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're just picking on you. Uh, and, and so this it's all in good fun. It's all in good. That's fun. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Until somebody gets hurt. Right. Um, so I, I wanted to ask, um, what are, what are some, and we, we just kind of touched on some of them, but, but like, what are some other misperceptions about kind of the non-monogamous community in general, not, not your, your community or ours, but, um, you know, what, what do you think some people just get wrong from the get go about what non-monogamous community is like? <laughs> the you're probably going to say the same thing. I'll let you the, go first. Then. The biggest one that comes to mind is that it's all about the sex. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really like, hang on. No, it's all about the communication and the sex is just a tiny <laughs> yeah. part of it. Right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. If we're, if we're not too tired at three in the morning when we've stopped talking, maybe, <laughs> yes. maybe we'll have some sex. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but one, yeah. but one of the words that comes to my mind was uh, clicky. Um, mm-hmm. we, yeah. we went, we had a, we have regional groups as well. So we have a DC regional group and, and all these, all of our regional groups plan their own events and they're, and, and they're anywhere from a three week, a three day uh, event on the weekend where you get a hotel room and go to a club or like this past weekend, we said, Hey, we're going to go to a winery. You know, how many people want to meet us out there? Friends are coming into town. And so a bunch of us just, just showed up and there were, two couples there that we had not met before. Right. They had recently joined our community. And one, and, oh, go ahead. And one of the things that just melted my heart was at the end of the afternoon, the gentleman came up to me and he said, this was not what I was expecting. He said, I thought this was going to be a click we had to break into. And he said, every person here came and introduced themselves to me. And I mean, so, you know, you can't, 
force people to do that. You know, you, you can't train people to do that. The only thing you can do is create an environment and bring people together and just hope that, 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 that that's how they respond. And so that whole misperception about a community being clicky um, is, is something that I was overly sensitive to. And I'm happy to, to say that that doesn't well, happen a lot. As two introverts, like trying to get into the lifestyle and then going to big events or going to clubs, right? Those are just pressure cooker environments. And, you know, the music's loud and, and you see these groups of people talking and it immediately looks like they're closed off circles, right? And that you can't break in there. And, mm-hmm. and it's really not that way at all. I, I think, you know, we've learned if you just kind of walk up and, and just kind of like stand there for a second and then find a way to break into the conversation, they'll welcome you. They'll open their circle with you. Yeah, we, you know. we see that a lot in our weekend events. Um, you know, the newbies will, will be scared to death on Thursday or Friday. And and the veterans are right there saying, oh, I was I was with you. And then three months later, there's an event. And the person that was scared to death is now comforting the people that, you know, are coming in. Uh, and, that, and that's wonderful to see because, you know what, they've heard it from us almost 100 times. Yeah. Uh, it means so much. That's the other thing. I think the misperception is it's not about the Joneses. You know, we're not in there to to be all and know all and end all. It's it's the Good Lord. Other... They listen to us enough, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they don't need to listen to us anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, there there are other people who step up, and 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 it means so much more coming from somebody else sometimes because um, it just comes out of the blue, or people uh, people share, and it takes the pressure off of everyone else it takes the pressure off of us. We don't feel like we have to be there all the time. There there's people that are just engaging with other people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And your, to your point about clicks, like, and that's something that Emma and I is again, two introverts, we would go to a hotel party or a club and yeah, like you'd look around and be like, well, everybody's already got a friend. I, I don't, I don't have any friends here. Right. And <laughs> how do I break into this? I have no idea. And we, <laughs> we've seen, and I'm sure if we were to go up, maybe some of those clicks aren't as clicky as we thought. That's probably our own narrative in some ways. But I had two kinds of thoughts on this. One is if, if you are somebody who goes to an event and either you're a couple, maybe you're just a a solo person going to an event. And that first one feels really clicky. My, my advice would be go to a second one. If, because the second you show up to another event, somebody can go, Oh, I saw you before. And now all of a sudden you're in, right? Yeah. You're part of, you're now part of this group of people who have seen each other multiple times and now you're part of the click. So that's, that's the first one. And then the second one is similar to what you guys have experienced in yours, your events. We, we did our first major like in-person event since the pandemic in the fall of 2021. One. Um, we did an outdoor thing like at a park and we just got like a pavilion and we let people like bring your own drinks and food. And we had about 40 people and it was this, like we saw everybody's circle get all in their circles. And we were like, uh Oh, and then like, it was like clockwork throughout the night, like circles would break up and form new circles. And it was like, everybody ended up somehow talking to everybody and all these little circles or big circles became like new circles. And, and it was like, I was like, wow, it was like clicky, but it wasn't clicky at all. Like everybody talked to just about everybody and it, and it was really cool. That's it was really perfect. cool to watch. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what you hope for. Yeah. And and this, yeah. this is maybe something that just the four of us would, would understand. But and I know you're like a mama bear sometimes because 
to just stand back and and observe like you just described, Finn. Um, sometimes you look at that and you say, okay, we're on the right track. You know, we're on the right track. And when you see people connecting, when you see people um, doing, introducing themselves and trying new things and, and being vulnerable and, and talking about things that are scary, um, and then you can just sit back and say, wow, you know, this is, this is really what it's about. It's, 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 it's even more, and people ask us this a lot, they probably ask you too, is did you ever think when you started you know, and, and before they even get the, you know, the sentence finished, I'm like, no, no, there, there is no way that, that we knew. Yeah. Or like on, on Sunday afternoon, somebody will post a picture in the community and it'll be a couple that live on the East coast and they're hanging out in this photo with a couple that lives on the West coast. And it's like, wow, hmm, something's been going on behind the scenes here. <laughs> you know, and it's just so heartwarming to watch people make those connections. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And I, you know, I, I, there's this piece of me that's like sitting here thinking, like, it sounds like we're all just tooting our own horns here. But I, they're like, to me, the piece that like comes out of this is like, the clicks you think are clicks are not really like, it's a very welcoming. And I think this is probably true for most of the places that we've been where we've like, oh, this is super clickish. Um, it probably wasn't you know, in some cases, maybe it was, but like, that's probably a narrative that we're telling ourselves because we're afraid and we're introverted. And I mean, to be honest, even at our own events, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid to talk to some of the damn people because I'm such an introvert and I know the story you're going to want to tell. You can tell it if you want. Yes, that's she wants funny. to tell it, please. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Well, our very, our very first in-person event uh, was in the fall of 2019. And so before, before pandemic times, we were in New York City and we did a meet and greet. And it was like in this bar that was, it was unfortunate the location, I mean, you're in New York City, so everything is busy, but it was, you know, dark and crowded. And we were trying to mingle with people and there was a good, a decent amount of people, but after maybe like 20 minutes in, I look over. Hold on. Let's get the time. <laughs> it was at least an hour. Okay, Carry maybe, on. Maybe at least an hour. Sure, my, I don't my, know. Sh- my shutdown reflex doesn't come in. Okay. Like, like an hour, an hour into it. I look over and Finn is by himself in the corner, like, just like standing there watching. And I look at him, like, I'm trying to like mingle and integrate with everybody. I look over and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like we're we're supposed to be hosting, not not watching. And I was like, come in here and help me. I, I found an extra dark corner to hide in, and it was it was perfect. Yeah. Well, well these last two questions are kind of meant to uh, redirect from what you just said, uh, Finn, and that is to make sure that people understand that this is not about us tooting our horn. Um, so, you know, why do you think it's, why do you guys think it's important for somebody to find the right community, you know, not necessarily your community or my community, but why, you know, why is it important to find the right community for you? I think it's critical because not everyone, you want to be able to be authentically you. And if you you try out a community and it just doesn't feel like people like it's just not right for you then don't stay there go try someone another a different community because if you try enough times hopefully eventually and hopefully it won't take that many times but hopefully you'll find the right one for you yeah i so i was thinking about i'm gonna i'm gonna admit that i stole some information from another podcast that that i listened to 
uh, called uh, A Bit of Optimism, and it's hosted by Simon Sinek, who's... Oh, yeah. Oh, he's one of my favorites. Right? One of my all-time favorites. So Yeah, he's awesome. This was from an interview he did um, last fall. And so he he was talking with this guest about uh, about happiness, and he was saying that like the 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 guest was talking about the kingdom of Bhutan measures their gross national happiness, and oh, yeah. he went with like some researchers there to talk about like how do you measure this, and are there indicators? Is there anything? The question was: Is there one question you can ask somebody to get a gauge on on how happy they are? And he said, yes. The question is: If you were in real trouble right now. Who, who could you call or is there somebody that you could call and know with 100% certainty that they would have your back? And if you can answer that question and, and say that they would be there for you, like that is an indicator that like happiness, like you probably have a higher level of happiness. Additionally, there was a twist of to, to even take that a step further was whose list are you on? And if you are on people's mm. lists, that's an even greater indicator that you probably have uh, even more happiness in your life, knowing that you are somebody's go-to person. And I think we've seen out of our community that we are the go-to people for some people, but we've also seen other people be the go-to people or just the community be the go-to, that, that somebody can jump into the men's chat or the women's chat or the main chat and say, holy shit, my world just blew up and 10 or 20 people are like, we got you. What do you need? Do you want to jump on Zoom? you want to have a phone call? Here's my phone number. Give me a call. And so like finding that community gives you a whole host of people who will have your back at the drop of a hat. And so that was sort of my reasoning. I think that community is huge because you can lean on any one of those people and they'll show up for you. That's that's awesome. He, yeah, he's one of my favorite. I, I, I've listened to his podcast a few times, but I click on him so much that Facebook gives me a steady diet of of Simon Sinek. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think in in um, the the last podcast we just did was your thing might not be our thing, or vice versa. Is that yeah. what? I, yeah. Any, anyway, because I, you know, that was something that people always. I think they listened to us and they and they thought they had to do it our way, um, and, and so we 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 feel the same way about the community. Just because there's some you listen to us, doesn't mean you do what we do how we do it. Nor does it mean that our community is going to be a good fit for you. It would be great to try. I, I would encourage anyone to try it to give it a try. Um, but, but that's not what, that's not what it's about. It's find it's through the self-discovery process and the authenticity that you discover within yourself and within your partner, uh, define that. And I think that'll help. Then when you do find the right community, you'll know. Um, so I'm not sure which comes first, you know, I don't know if you need a community to get there. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit of both, but, but we, we we're, well, I'm not going to say we're happy when people opt out, but that's we if it, if it's because it, this is not their place that that's that's what we want we we don't the last thing i want to do is is is, t- is collect a subscription fee from somebody who doesn't who's not getting value out of out of something yep. right. and so that that's kind of our philosophy yeah as well <clears throat> yeah i i would just second that and i imagine emma would as well like more oh, than yeah. more than happy to to say, like if somebody's like hey you know i was expecting this out of the other thing i'm like here's your money back go find it. Like we want you to find that. Cause like, I don't, we don't want anybody in our community who's unhappy 
like that just it doesn't serve anybody. Right, right. right? And the, the five dollars a month isn't worth like them being happy. And then maybe they're like making other people in the community unhappy because they're trying to morph it into what they right. want. And not that you can't adapt and have your community change. But if somebody's truly unhappy, then yeah, go go find right. your happiness. Right, and ju- and just like there's diversity within the community, there are diverse communities, and so exactly. again, we we can't say that our community is is good or bad or better or worse. It, it's it's mm-hmm. our community, and so jumping to another one means the same thing. Give it a try, and if it works for you, it's the best you know one for you. And then uh, finally, I think we wanted to. Um, and, and maybe what we can do, uh, Finn, if you don't mind, if you'll, uh, we, we can talk about resources that you all might know, and you probably know more than we do, but if you, if you would send some to me, we'll put in the show notes. I'd, I'd love to give everybody a takeaway. Like, how, how do you find these communities? I mean, we have one and you have one. You've mentioned a few, but just off the top of your head, uh, do you know of any that you'd like to mention that, that, you know, that people could go and look for and, and give a try? Yeah. yeah, I mean, Finn mentioned multi-amory. They have a, a community, the Bonobo Network in uh, San Francisco area. Life on the Swing Set still has a community. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of others. I, you know, we can we'll try to think of others too and send them send them your way. Well, I would I would just jump in there too with like go on Meetup. Yes. Look for some. There's mm-hmm. there's Meetup groups all over the country, probably all over the world. Facebook groups. Um, there's tons of them. There's some that are private and paid. There's some that are public and have thousands of people. Actually, just a quick note on that. I had a women's group call yesterday uh, and one of the women was sharing, yes, like she was having great luck on Facebook groups. And people are so hesitant on that because they, you know, Facebook is tricky to sometimes navigate and have privacy and all of that. But there are private groups and she found that that really worked for her. So, Another flip side meetup works too. And sorry, I interrupted you. No, yeah, I just think your local community, like finding if you can find in person stuff and find local munches or meet and greets, that's great. But yeah, online there's just the the Emma named the one the the, the top ones that I could think of. The other one I would say is there's a podcast uh, making polyamory work. Uh, Libby Sinback has it's um, not really a community so much as she does a. Uh, these like cohorts of like 18 to 20, it's sort of like a group coaching. And then you sort of wind up in a community with these people for like 16 weeks. And so, mm. um, a little we, different format. it's a little different format and we've been a part of one of those and like, we've gotten a lot out of that as well. And so there's just a lot of different ways to find it. Um, yeah. one other one I thought <laughs> of, um, and that's the bloom app. So the Bloom app is they're founded or they were founded in San Francisco. And so they're mostly in California right now, but they've launched in San Francisco and LA and they're trying to move across um, nationally. And, but it's, it's an app for community. So okay. Not just community, but sex positive community. And it's it's built around, it's, it's sort of a mix of a swiping dating app, but the, really the focus is, community and so like all sorts of events are on there like body storytelling and different meet and greets and munches and it's all sort of sex positive non-monogamous um centric and so it's a it's a pretty neat platform so as we close up um i know that the four of us talked about this before we started hitting the record button but we're uh, we believe okay i believe you might have to clean my mess up again um (laughs) 
I believe uh, if if the lifestyle, um, if non-monogamy is going to become normal, normalized, community is the way that it's going to happen. Um, I, I just have to believe, you know, events are events, clubs are clubs, dating sites are dating sites. Um, but I think the future uh, of, of growing the non-monogamous lifestyle uh, so that more people can experience what we're talking about um, is community. And, and as Mrs. Jones and I were thinking about where our podcast is headed, you know, we, we're, we're starting to, our community is becoming the primary of, of what we think. And then our, our podcast is, is, is going to support that. So, and I know you guys talked about doing the same thing. Well, I just think about if only we would have had this sense of community when we started in the lifestyle it would have been such an easier entry, um, you know, because you come you, when you find this sense of community, you don't feel alone. Maybe you're not finding people you want to have sex with right away or like you don't want to have sex with everybody in the community, but you you find a place where your voice is heard and, and you're not and you're not judged and you're not shamed and you can be curious and you can think out loud and people respond to you Um that that's the way people are going to start feeling like I'm not a freak. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a normal person and I have normal feeling and I have normal urges and, and we have a normal relationship, even though we want to open it up to other people. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you do want to have sex with everyone in the group, but well, you don't act on that. No, <laughs> not, not to pitch our community again, but damn, we have some sexy people in our community. I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, it kind of pisses us off when we see all of these friends taking pictures of themselves all across the country. I'm like, I wait know, a minute, like, hey. wait, we, we're responsible for this. How do we get in on it? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, I just, I want to say, I think you're right. Like, you know, there's this, I have this like weird, weird fantasy of like throwing this party of like all of our non-monogamous like community that we built, but like having some of our like monogamous friends be there and then be like, well, how do you know all these people? And be like, well, let me tell you. So these people that you've just spent a whole day or weekend with and have been completely quote unquote normal, like they're all non-monogamous and right. these people are actually you know, in a quad with those people and all these things and people be like, Oh, well shit. Yeah. What I didn't know it was that, yeah. you know, ubiquitous. Yeah. And and you you're all just a bunch of like yeah. you're all weirdos just like us. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the four of us got it all figured out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the message we're trying to promote? No, here? no we're back to knocking on wood. I, I think all the listeners know better. <laughs> I, I would hope so. <laughs> Well, hey, uh, thank you guys again. It, it's it's been a long time since we were together, and it's it's great to reconnect. And I'm so encouraged to hear some of the same things coming from your community that we're experiencing, and some validation of some things that we're seeing. And we want to um, wish you the best, and uh, hope that your community continues to grow. And and I like that idea, Finn. We're going to revisit how we combine these communities for some sort of an event in the future. That's a, that's a, that's a Simon Sinek uh, kind of a thought, right? That's how we're yep. going to bring it all together. Infinite game. Yeah. It's an infinite game, right? That's right. Yeah. So yeah, I love it. 
I love it. Well, thank you both for having us on. Oh, it's been fun. Yes, it has so much. Yeah, you're welcome. It'd have been more fun in person, yeah. but you know, I know maybe, I maybe know. in the future we can make that well, happen. If we can keep <laughs> yeah. uh, Finn out of the corner, it'll be great. I'll go in the corner with Finn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thrive in dark corners. Oh, all right. <laughs> My my happy space. All right. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's the benefit. That's the benefit of virtual communities. You can't like you can turn off your video, I suppose. But if you're leaving it, you can't do that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. There are some times where I'm like, man, I wish I was not moderating this thing because I just, yeah, yeah. No, no, we get it. Introverts. It is challenging. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys take care and thanks again. Yes. Take care. Yeah, thank Likewise. you again. Bye. All right. Have a night. Good night. And we're back. A huge thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Jones for the conversation and for having us on your podcast and then having us, you know, put it on our podcast as well. We're excited just to spread the word and encourage as many people as possible to find the community that works for them. Yeah, I will just say too that when we published this first on their channel about a month and a half ago or so, we actually saw a pretty awesome like uptick in people joining. And so to anybody listening now who did join us after listening to that, thank you. And thank you for listening to it again. Um, <laughs> but we, we just wanted to say again, a huge amount of gratitude to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones for, for, for having us on to have this conversation and for building the community that, that they've built. So yeah, thank you. Yes. A quick reminder, go order your shirt, normalizingnonmonogamy.com. Today's the last day, July 22nd. But while you're on our website, if you missed the shirts or even if you already bought a shirt, you can also find ways to contact us, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any feedback or if you'd like to come on our podcast, please let us know. Reach out to us. You'll also find podcast show notes on our website and links to all of the communities that we've mentioned in this episode. Yes, and next week we will see you on Wednesday as normal for a conversation with Bex Caputo. And we've, we talked to Bex actually Focus Friday's episode seven about uh -huh. sexting. And we've got him back on just to hear his story, his journey through non-monogamy. And we are pumped for that. So we will see you Wednesday. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening.